<laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Sing along, Wesley. No. <laughs> well, that's it. This has been Viewing Party. Hope you enjoyed it. We are not watching Space Jam. Sorry to disappoint everybody. Maybe someday. Actually, that would be a really fun episode, I bet. Who on earth? I can't even think about that. I I was at a family video recently <laughs> how recently <laughs> in the last 12 months okay and <laughs> I like, I can't remember they were playing I space jam so i stopped and i watched a little bit and then um i turned to the cashiers i was like this movie's really racist did we ever picked up on that as kids and they're like no we were thinking the same thing like <laughs> this is such an insensitive movie to everyone except basketball players oh <laughs> uh michael jordan was treated pretty well and that's about it oh. that's all folks <laughs> <laughs> so on that note i'm katie i'm wesley and this is viewing party, party. yay right. so before we get into our official movie that we watch is that what they're called now movies is that i think what so we're, i think that's so. what the I'm kids are sure calling them the called. kids haven't come up with a new word like <laughs> Sw- sw- they don't call them Disney's yet. Like they're not calling that them. one movie set in the future. <laughs> Disney's. <laughs> um, I want to give a quick shout out to the Columbus Podcast Festival. Ooh. I got to be a part of that, uh, the inaugural Columbus Podcast Festival this week, and I had an awesome experience. I got to hang out with uh, some of the McElroys and the Smurl family. Fancy, straight up. Podcast royalty right there. Podcast royalty. (laughs) (laughs) And they're the coolest people. Like, just the nicest, nicest, like, it's just, like, a big family that came into town, and they all, like, had pizza next door beforehand, and, like, hung out, and, like, you know, changed a toddler's diaper in the dressing room, because, like, (laughs) they brought brought Charlie (laughs) the day before I found out that, um, uh, Justin McElroy, Sir McElroy, <laughs> and his daughter Charlie have a podcast called The Charlie and Daddy Show. Oh. So I, like, happened to have already, like, felt like I met Charlie, like, the day before. Um, she's the sweetest thing. Um, and I want to give a big shout-out to uh, uh, everybody that was involved, um, especially people that I got to h- spend a lot of time with, um... You guys can look forward in the future to a cross-cast between Viewing Party and Amanda's Picture Show, a go-go. She's nice. really cool. And we're going to be on each other's show. Um, the Fart Cast, the Confluence Cast, Guitar Knobs, Filibusted, Oddfellow Oddities, What's the Deal with Creativity? Um, also, of course, to Still Buffering, Court Appointed, and Sawbones, which were the headliners for the festival. And my friends who are doing The Sounds of Bus Town, It's All Been Done Radio Hour, Comedy Underground, Babes to Know, and Six Pod Four. They were awesome. We really, I think, started to create a really cool community for podcasters in Columbus through this festival. It was super great, and I'm excited for next year. So you can go um, to the website and check out um, any updates. I am running their Facebook page and Twitter so you can see everything that went down. There's some live videos that we did, um, a bunch of photos 
of your favorite people. So be on the lookout for next year because it's only going to get bigger and better from here. That's so exciting. Queens it was awesome. such a weird city in that regard. Like, I love that that happens. We had, what was the festival that we went to? The the one and only, the potato salad festival. Oh, the potato salad festival. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, the guy who started a Kickstarter to raise $10 to make potato salad. And it turned out, like, he's from our town. He's from Columbus! And it went super viral, and, like, he made tons of money, and, like, all these, like, potato and mayonnaise companies started donating (laughs) things. So they had a potato salad festival for one day with, like, concerts, and, like, you could go, like, donate money, and they, like, donated it to a local food bank, which was cool. It was super fun. But we also (laughs) got to eat, like, weird potato salad in the park, Like, it was, was like, spicy potato salad. It was, like, (laughs) fancy, because... Did Piata make it or something? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. We had a good time. We got there right at the tail end where, like, no one was really there. Except for us and some some floaters and some potato salad. We got to say we went to the potato salad festival. We checked in on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so without further ado, Wesley, what month is it? It is the month of May. What does that mean? Which means... Wait! It's gonna be May! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you seen the, the post that's going around that's like no like, it's like there's a thing about like it's the last day of april and you know what that means and it's a picture of just like raw ramen noodles and and people are like this meme has gone so far <laughs> i this and whole i love week, it so much <laughs> this whole weekend i've just been like it's gonna be my i'm sure he's super annoyed by it but i don't even care i'm sure hilarious. he loves it and he sings that song to his baby <laughs> that's, that? that's her like last week of april her or him i don't know what they had i uh, believe it's a girl that's what i choose to believe that you <laughs> stand in that statement um it's true until it's not um, yeah, I think that that's probably her lullaby at probably. the end of April. Probably. It's gonna be May. But what that means for us. What does that mean for us? How is that relevant? <laughs> it's relevant because this is going to be a marathon May. Marathon May! Yeah, so. <laughs> it's gonna, it's marathon May. <laughs> I'm Please sing that every week. <laughs> well, we, we'll add it in we'll next try. week. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it in post. We recorded out of order. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, yeah. Sorry to burst your bubble, people who think we do this live. We see in the future, and we know what next we week's know. bringing it's you. crazy. But what we're doing is we're going to pick a theme for the month of May, and all the movies fit the same marathon theme. What is our theme? Well, because the new Guardians movie is coming out, which we are very excited about, we're going to be doing superheroes <laughs> for the entire month. You don't seem enthused. Well, I was trying to come up with a theme song oh. on the spot, and I was just like, Superhero May. It's just the same song with different it's words. It's just the same. It's just this, my cat's very uh, displeased. Yeah, he's, he's not impressed. <laughs> no. um, yeah, so superheroes is the theme, which means, of course, we're starting off the month of May with one of the most iconic superhero movies of all time, Superman. Super. From 1978. Oh my god. We watched that movie just moments ago. Too many moments. We were fiddling with a microphone for a long time. <laughs> and then I realized I'm not a producer and I needed to quit trying. So I gave up. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. 
We're doing it, though. We know this. You guys know this. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard our recording. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Wesley, you are better at paying attention to movies. (laughs) Than I am, obviously. Um, Could you give us a synopsis? Or I can give it a whirl. Whatever. I can probably give a synopsis. So, first, after an incredibly long opening sequence. Oh, my God. That really was was just a Windows. I literally said, I'm bored and this movie hasn't gotten to the plot yet. (laughs) We haven't seen a single character and I'm bored. Five entire minutes of special effects. Of a Windows screensaver. Of a Windows screensaver. (laughs) Yeah. Which was probably a big deal in 1978. Pre-Windows. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get a nice montage of um, Superman's actual dad, Jor-El, before court. Marlon Brando. Yeah. Before, like, space court. <laughs> <laughs> For which you know it's in space because they had these big, like, hula hoop circle things. Like, pr- uh, making, wrapped around a prisoner. I don't really know what was going on. I don't understand. We both kind of zoned out in that section because they were just talking about something. I th- <laughs> I think, so in hindsight, Wesley, I think that what they were trying to show us was that this, that Jor-El has like some authority Probably. on this planet Probably. and he's kind of like a big deal. Yeah. You can tell by his like white shininess. Hair. Yes, he in was general. shiny. There was a lot of bad effects that made everyone look shiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But basically, what he told everyone was the planet's going to blow up in 30 days and we have to evacuate or we'll all die. What? And then. How long is a day? In, I have no idea. In Krypton, because later we find out that like 18 years it's on Earth like, is thousands of years on Krypton. I don't really. I, the science, also, I'm just going to ignore and also, pretend it didn't happen. No, I have to pay. <laughs> I, if I have it to pay. It made no sense. Listen. I believe in God, and so I have to pay attention to science. <laughs> That's fair. And I agree with you. But science in a Superman movie is slightly different. Typically, I feel that science actually proves the existence of a higher power. And in this case, science proves nothing. Nope. <laughs> science isn't real. Nope. So that's where we are. Science isn't real. The Superman story. <laughs> yeah. Continue. So- so they decide that since the world's blowing up, that they, the, because gonna, people don't want to evacuate for some reason. They, either they didn't believe him or they tried to like shush him so people wouldn't freak out. I didn't actually remember what happened. It got real like Moses and Pharaoh. It did. In like so, Pharaoh being like, no, I won't let your people go. Oh, plagues. Oh, God. And then but, they got to send baby Moses oh, away yeah. in like a reverse timeline. So... <laughs> Sure. (laughs) Go watch The Prince of Egypt and you'll know what I'm talking about. We'll watch The Prince of Egypt in a later episode and refer back to Superman. (laughs) Yeah, we will. We totally will. So then Jor-El spends the 30 days making a space bassinet, as you call it. (laughs) A space bassinet. (laughs) Which is really, it was like a giant star-shaped crystal that looked like it should be in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> yes. It looked very fragile. Like, it would be hanging in Macy's at Christmas yeah. around Martha Stewart's section. Yeah, so it was this big, giant, <laughs> shiny thing, and he literally just laid crystals around the outside and then put one green crystal in. For whatever For whatever reason. reason. Mm. Whatever. And then just put the naked baby inside of it and then just shot it into space. And then they all died. And then their planet exploded, and then the baby. And it took literally years because by Three the time years. he got to the planet, he well, was a full toddler. 
He like, was he was a pretty like, he was a tall toddler. He was I'm like a three that. year old. He was like he looked like a five year old, um, but he was supposed to be a three year old. But I think a three year old couldn't handle the set pressure of being upset. Yeah, that kid was like um, three or four. Also, note about baby Superman. Mm. I googled him. Bro is sexy. Right no, we now. did not see that coming. I was like, oh, what does this child look like now? Oh my god, he has <laughs> piercing blue eyes. He's cuter than Christopher Reeve. Oh, yeah, whatever your name is, baby Superman, I I salute you. <laughs> baby Superman. <laughs> baby Clark Kent, you you got it going on. Anyways. So baby Superman lands in his space bassinet on Earth and is adopted by a cute family in the middle of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> to a very dramatic mother. Yeah, so... Whom he abandons. He Well, he does send her money later. Because he's a good son. That happened in The Jerk. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> fair. So, <laughs> so he grows up in Smallville. We see this for like three minutes where he's hanging out with cheerleaders and can't like live up to his full sports potential because he's super and can't let anyone know he's super. And then... Then, then he gets he real decides, poetic for a hot second. Yeah, he, like, hangs out in the middle of a field and broods for a while and then decides he's ready to leave home and find himself. Go to college or whatever. And so he starts wandering he the world. He does kind of go to college. Does he? Kind of. He goes so, to, like, dad college. Yeah. <laughs> so he's out wandering and suddenly, and he's just walking. Like, just starting in Kansas. Walking and just to Antarctica. And he ends up in Antarctica. Which I had flashbacks to both, like, Elf, like, wandering <laughs> through the tundra, like, trying to figure out what's going on, but also, like, Frankenstein's monster out by himself in the middle of nowhere trying to figure out the meaning of life. There are more times in this movie where I thought of Will Ferrell, and <laughs> I'm really lot. concerned about that. <laughs> That's weird. So he goes to, and but spoiler, like, he had that green shard that his dad put in his magic ooh, bassinet ooh. that apparently he has had for the past 18 years. But wasn't that kryptonite? I don't know. Oh, I'm not entirely sure how all the, the magic stones work. So he throws it in the water in Antarctica or wherever Oh, is he that is. what he did? I he, don't know why that happened. Yeah. He threw his, throws it in the water, oh, okay. and then out of the water rises Elsa's castle. Elsa's castle slash fortress of solitude. Cold never bothered me anything. <laughs> so he's he out. Sang. He, he sang I, a little song. Me. So then, <laughs> so he's in this fortress of solitude, and then he has this, like, Mufasa moment where there's, like, a hologram of his dad from the past who gives him, like, 12 years of worth homeschooling. of homeschooling. <laughs> it was homeschooling in the Fortress like, of Solitude. And now we know why it took his dad 30 days to build a space bassinet. Because right. he was recording 12 years, years worth, worth of weird knowledge of space. So he got his, like, dad in a podcast, and... <laughs> yeah. So... I Again, science. I don't know how his father accrued all of this detailed information about the human heart and all this <laughs> nonsense about earth and like i i they, don't they clearly said the earth was like a primitive culture like a hundred hundreds of years in their past right like, but like but no <laughs> but no actually i think the earthlings were doing a real good job because that's <laughs> bringing us a toy right now, and it's very oh, disconcerting. I do. I heard things, and then yes, she likes to walk this toy over with the size of her. She's very. And she decides she wants to play. Hello, <laughs> hello. Um, where were we? 
it's Fortress of Solitude. Fortress of Solitude. Just go there. I don't care anymore. After he has his 12 years of education (laughs) there, he magically, like, has a super suit now. He's got a super suit. He taught himself how to sew. Apparently. And And how to have, and and how to have multiple personality disorder. (laughs) And somehow he now knows what that, like, S symbol is that his dad was wearing the whole time. In space, past, future, whatever. Yeah. Which I don't understand why Jor-El had a giant S, S on his chest. That makes no sense. Nope. I'm sure people who it was have like, like a... read comic books of Superman are like, actually, but I oh, have here's no why. idea. I I think I saw that other people had different like sigils. They did. Like, it was like a family crest kind of deal. But like, what? who could... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, no Jor-El sense. and Kal-El, the Kal-Els, the L's... <laughs> So that's where it comes from. The plural. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, Wesley. It's so stupid. So, after, so logically, the next thing to do after you've had 12 years of podcast dad school is, is to go join a newspaper yeah! in the city. In the city. So going to the big city. What's the big the city in Kansas? In Kansas? Is that where they are? Kansas City. But they go to Metropolis or something. Oh, because I think we Metropolis can't have real is cities. I think Metropolis is in Kansas, or is it like the New York City of this world? I would Cause think I, cause so. Gotham is kind of the New York City of that world. I felt like Gotham is like Detroit. No, <laughs> I have no idea. No, because I think I've heard that like people have been calling New York City Gotham City for a long time, like historically in real life. And I was like, oh, I had no idea that was not a made up thing for comic books. So, <laughs> um. That's a whole other tangent. So, hold, well, okay. Yeah, we'll go with it. I don't remember enough about my three seasons of Smallville to tell you where Metropolis <laughs> is. I have no idea. Metropolis He's in is. the big city. The big city. And big skyscrapers. But he... No, they're in New York because of the... Um, we see the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yes. He goes on that, like, So Metropolis slash New York City must be yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay, great. Well, there's that. Every city is New York City. This is the worst. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so he goes to join the newspaper because he's not only, like, and then he gets the girls beat because he's way better at pros, everything. At prose. And a very fast typist. Because apparently he learned to type in the Fortress of Solitude. Yes. Whatever. They took typing class with Dad. <laughs> When I was homeschooled, <laughs> you better believe I did not take a typing class. <laughs> so, yeah, and but he mentions like sending half of his salary back to his mom in Kansas, but he never goes back to visit her. Mm-mm. He like basically pretends like she just like doesn't He's exist. Like, He's been away from Mama? her for twelve years. She's and, like, still living, and he somehow hasn't been in contact with her. Whatever. Also, this was my comment on his mother. I was like, girl, you sell that farm, you get your money, and you go live on a beach because your husband's dead and your son's running away. So, like, (laughs) what are you going to do with that farm? I don't know. Get out, girl. Go get a mojito and a tan. (laughs) You earned it. Yeah. The end. Continue. (laughs) So, he goes to the city, starts basically just being a good guy and stopping crime all over the place. I'm a nice guy. And then... um. So Lex Luthor is working on a plan. Oh, yeah. So then we meet Lex, who's like... he's like the most... Like, when I think of Lex Luthor, I do not think of this guy. I don't... No. He did not fit the Lex Luthor that I would, like, have known in my head. I've known him as, like, a super suave, super rich, like, 
maybe this is the 70s version of Suave and Rich. It was like, <laughs> sadly. We, it was like a bad perm in a pocket square. <laughs> yeah. He was literally wearing an ascot in a lot the of the whole, scenes. Oh, man. But he did live in a really cool, like, abandoned train station underground that he had turned into, like, a library and a pool. Yeah, that was interesting. Architecture. He had a lot of the same lamp. <laughs> he, he did had, have that he, one lamp. Like he a had hot. a fave lamp. Weird. I mean, I guess you're evil. You can do that. Maybe it was by a special designer that he loved. What do you think, Tallulah? Oh, she didn't, like, say what I was saying. Oh, I know. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> So there's all that. There's Lois Lane that he super falls in oh, love with. Yeah, so he meets Lois and, and, uh, yep. And then tries to save her from everything. Like, weirdly flirts with her in her garden. Oh, girl. That was like the <laughs> hottest superhero flirting I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Because, first of all, she's a random writer and has like this gorgeous apartment with a balcony patio garden. How she affords that in, in Metropolis slash New York, I have no idea. Girl, I don't know. But, like, the questions she asked him in her interview were She's, ridiculous. How big are you? Uh, how tall are you? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, she's like, what color, What? What underwear am I wearing? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Girl, I know what's... These aren't Freudian slips. Like, no. you are saying that on purpose. Because a girl who is that good of a reporter... <laughs> Who's like at the top of her game yeah. is not accidentally asking someone questions no matter like, how super they are. So how are your are. bodily functions? Excuse me. <laughs> like you're, uh, you're what? Mm. I thought that was great. I was really excited. I thought they were going to get it on. I really was like, oh yeah, super suit's coming off. Like this is how it's going to go down. And then I was like, oh no. But actually it was more of a like Aladdin style. I'm going to jump on your balcony and kidnap you and fly you around. With Okay, so that was consensual. One of the few <laughs> consensual moments between men and women in this movie yeah. was the flying thing. And that was fine. And she told this all to do it. Her thoughts you could hear. Oh, her, okay. po- her thought poem. I forgot. That might actually be my favorite part of the movie because I, I totally get that they... Oh, I called this scene when men write women. You did, yes. <laughs> Because it was this really sweet, so they're up in the sky, and she's learned about some of his superpowers, and she starts thinking, like, can you read my mind? And of course, he can, and so we're hearing her <laughs> thoughts about her, just like, when you look at me, I feel like a little girl, and like, Quivers? this is amazing. That's so creepy. <laughs> I don't think about quivering when I'm around a hot guy, I'm just like, <laughs> oh man, does he... quiver is so creepy. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, can he see my sweat stash? Oh, <laughs> like, I don't really... <laughs> I'm like, I quiver when we touch. I'm like, I'm sweaty. Oh, I need water. Oh, God. Like, that's not, it's very different for me. But I'm, you know, not Lois. I'm super Lois, though. Let me be very clear. In her defense, though, she was way cooler than, like, most girls in superhero movies. I didn't realize she was that cool. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to go get in this helicopter and meet the president and ask him some questions. And no, I don't want you to come with me. She's like, I don't need that. Guy in glasses. (laughs) Dear guy in glasses. (laughs) Dear young buck. (laughs) She was. She was sassy. Like, every situation she got herself in, she was actively looking to get out of it. Yeah. She was not, like... like a passive distress kind of woman. No, she wasn't. Even passive. when she was hanging off the side of a building, nearly falling to yeah, her death. Yeah, she was still like, "I gotta figure this out. <laughs> I'm gonna climb up out of this, this if guy I can." Fainted, and I gotta get out of this thing yeah. by myself because she was no very one here. proactive in her own rescues, yeah. which I appreciated. And of course, it 
never worked because we have to watch women suffer in film because it's because that's what we do. Safer, so. Soup dupe dude. Soup man. Soup. I like so this is so <laughs> first, it. soup man is a nice, you know, nickname. It really shortens it a lot. <laughs> it takes that one letter out, makes it also real quick. soup is kind of a bland concept. <laughs> and so is Superman. Superman. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I came to that. So he's super, and he goes around saving things, being a nice guy, and then... Um, and then he gets caught up in a plot by Lex Luthor, who decides he's going to shoot a missile into the San Andreas Fault and knock half of California into the water so he can have all the beachfront property yeah. and sell it and make money. Because he's been buying it for, like, super cheap. Now, uh, for all the millennials out there, this is before Coachella. <laughs> so, like, there's portions of the desert in the 70s that, like, weren't really... They were kind of for grabs, I guess, <laughs> and we didn't have, like, cool festivals yet. Is this, like, where was Woodstock? I don't know. New York. Got it. end of the country. Cool. So, like, there was not... A, was Burning Man a thing? I don't... Think Pretty sure South yet? by Southwest wasn't up for no, grabs. Not yet. There was like Texas a anyway, so. there was a lot of not going on in the <laughs> desert outside of like Vegas, yeah. and even then, and even that was a little. Vegas is boring. <laughs> <laughs> this is our real estate portion of our podcast, guys. <laughs> We're bringing in a real estate expert, Bane. What do you have to say? Bane's the cat. He's asleep right now. I'm asleep. The end. So, obviously, Superman has to fix the San Andreas fault. With his shoulders. With his strong arms. In a first... Superman. So, (laughs) to fix it, he goes underground in the, like... Magma. Magma slash, like, red filter. And literally just pushes the stones back into place. And they play the, the... footage in reverse order so everything just, just like burp, 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 goes burp, burp, back into place it's all fine he <laughs> fixed this the fault the fault in our stars <laughs> um so yeah so he just picks yeah like okay but so you put them all back but there's still no found like the foundation for them is gone it made no sense. Uh, it's fine. So he fixes the fault, and then he go, does a bunch of flying around too. He has to say has to fix something because the Hoover Dam broke. So he had to like cause some like avalanches and put some rocks around so they would like not flood places. Yeah, oh, is that what he? See, I stopped paying attention. I was watching the kid with the camera. Yeah, like, nearly fall off. I was just paying he, a lot of attention to him. Yeah, he was like not. <laughs> paying attention to anything going on around him so uh-huh. and uh, then, that was great and like um, he helped somebody out on the golden gate bridge yeah he, he saved some kids in a school bus that almost yeah. went off he the went edge, around obviously. and did some more nice things more yeah. nice guy stuff because you know if you were to like blow up the san andreas fault there's only like six mishaps you'd have to yeah, get yeah there's the bus the girl that you know the landmark mm-hmm. Um and magma it's magma and like you're and then you're done for the day and you're like oh what, a, yeah, what a, that was an cool. easy gig thanks right because that's how that works um no so all that's going down and then Lois is like falling in a crack and she dies and then Superman like, yeah, she gets buried alive in her car which was horrifying right because and again also took we like twenty minutes again literally because, because we had to cut back and forth. Because we have to watch women suffer in a movie. That's what we have to do, Wesley. Women can't just Apparently. have a quick death and be done with no, it. No, she has to, like... No. 
Only the men get a nice quick death and the women have to like suffer in front of us because it's when men write women. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's like, Lois is dead. And then he screams super loudly and like, flies out into space. That was the most feeling that I saw in the whole movie. She did have a lot of And emotion. I don't know why, but I thought about waffles when he screamed. And I can't okay. justify it. Weird. But I was like, oh, yeah, Belgium waffles. <laughs> I feel I, that's what I feel like Well, that's right the now. snack we should have had then, is Belgium waffles. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, I was like, wow. Maybe I was thinking about, like, soundproofing things and how it kind of looks like waffles. <laughs> I don't know. But that's what happened with me. My experience below a plane dying was waffles. So he flies to <laughs> outer space. And then he has, like, this, like, montage slash, like, memory of dads of dads so first he hears um, space dad space dad saying <laughs> saying you can't interfere with human history which never made sense because he lives he doesn't like transcend human time whatever it's dad. fine whatever dad you don't know me <laughs> but, whatever dad <laughs> but like his earth dad jonathan kent tells him that like maybe you were sent here for a reason there's something that you need to do and so he makes he a poop face. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So he hears that, too. And then he decides, I am going to interfere with human history, space dad. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, dad. <laughs> and then he does the... I'll show you. The next logical thing, which is fly super fast around the planet. Super fast. <laughs> so that it reverts and goes the other direction. Because that's how time works. Yes. how the planet spins. And spins it backwards. When I walk backwards, I don't make mistakes. I, like, back things up, and then I don't say terrible things to people, Wesley. That's right. how it works. Yeah, you just back up a little bit. And I'm like, ooh, let's do that like, again. It's like, you know, You do a little moonwalk, and you're like, oh, I, everything's good. <laughs> we'll try that one you again. You just talk in reverse. <laughs> and then you're like, you didn't hear any of that, right? Yeah. So <laughs> just, like, he spins really fast so that it goes backwards, and all the rocks, like, pull back into space. It's very much like something I saw recently that also happens. I don't remember what it was. So it's probably mind. something terrible. I don't remember. But <laughs> everything goes back to the way it was. But he only goes back far enough to, to save, save Lois. Lois. He doesn't go back far enough to stop the s- entire explosion from happening. Right? Why not save everyone, Clark Kent, and not just Lois? Like, Why yes, can't you go cool, back far really, enough? To be like, ooh, how about I don't go see Lex Luthor and I yeah. stop both missiles and then yeah. I join the Justice League <laughs> and find some friends. I mean, I'm a lonely there's dude. There's so many things. You had so many options. You could have gone. I'm not good. I'm God. I don't even know what was happening in this. You could have gone. I think this was the year my dad graduated high school. You could have gone to his high school graduation. You could. You could have. Yeah, you could have done so much things. You could have gone back and been like, "Hey, don't give Lois that beat out West." Thanks, yes, boss. Just be like, like, maybe I'll take the beat instead because like, you know I'm what? actually on these the paper. Because <laughs> I work. Here. You could have done. What else could he have done? So he many things. Oh God, he just so many things. Because this was clearly like set it like current times. So it was 1970-something in yeah. this movie. This movie came out in 78. 
So it was probably like, like 77. It's set 77, 78. So like there's a lot of things happening in the world you probably could have you helped with. Could have gone back in time and made sure that Lois actually met the president with from the helicopter. Just you if he just would have gone all the way back far enough to fix the screw on the roof, right. none of this would have Everything happened. Everything would be fine. None of this would have happened. But instead he goes just far enough to meet her at the car. And then there's no avalanche anyways. Or earthquake, which makes no sense which because it still should have happened. Uh, science! <laughs> this is what we were saying about science doesn't make any sense. I was pulling my hair. <laughs> I don't have a lot of it and I was ripping it out. It makes no sense. So well, thanks, that's Superman. basically the plot. So then, yeah, and then... Um, and then everyone kind of is happy at the end. And then... Um, and um and then and then there's graphics again during the closing credits that actually gave me so much of a headache in about 30 seconds I couldn't look at them anymore. I, they were a little like vertigo inducing. It was I don't have vertigo but I might now. <laughs> I could sue this person. <laughs> well, I really just need to sit down and have a chat with what is it the continuity, the continuity supervisor? supervisor. They need to be fired because no. Um, so that's, that's Superman in a pretty large nutshell. In a, in a, in a space bassinet. In a a space bassinet (laughs) shell. That's what I just witnessed. Uh, so, how many, I was like, what's the, what was like, let's, I'm trying to get close anything else. Well, what about, uh, what's your, what's your overall, like, feeling of this movie, though? Like all things considered, I, mean, I feel like when it came out, there were probably there was a lot of special effects in it that I could see why it was a big deal. Yeah, because we like we could tell that there were a lot of like miniatures used when mm-hmm. like planets exploded and They're like cool looking. when the like the dam broke and the water almost came in on this tiny town, which was clearly a teeny mm. tiny version of the tiny town. It was like my mom's <laughs> or like my grandma's like Christmas village. Yes. <laughs> And I was like, you could tell, like, the water splashes were not quite the right There's, like, someone with a spray bottle. Like, (laughs) And there was at least one scene where it, like, came really close to the camera and it felt like you were in a car wash. And you're like, I, okay. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Um, But I think at the time it was probably really fun and, like, fascinating to watch. Because up until then, like, most superheroes movies were either Mask of Zorro. Oh, yeah. Or... So I was looking at, like, the IMDb listing, no, the Wikipedia listing of, like, all the superhero movies. Before this was, like, the 66 Batman movie, which I feel like was a lot campier than this. Who was in that? Who was I, that Batman? Was I that mean, the Adam West Batman, or was he just the TV show Batman? I don't know. On my phone. It could have been where. all... I loved the TV show Batman. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Batman. <laughs> there was, like, a weird Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 66 Batman. It was Adam West. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it was, it was Pow. a movie version of that. So before this movie, like, comic book superhero adaptations were very silly. Mm-hmm. And this took it a lot more seriously. Well, yeah, because they were, like, still something that were, like, for kids. Yeah. And this was a very adult movie. 
Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to talk about how adult this movie we'll get was? We'll to that in a little bit. Oh my god. But, um, Let's be happy for a minute yeah. instead of angry about it. This movie also came out the year after Star Wars, so that's the other context of like action movies that were mm-hmm. happening at this time. When it comes to like the special effects and stuff, so oh yeah, I mean, we had like, Star Wars, you we had did Star Trek, like, fly a lot, and like yes. it some mo- was mostly convincing. Like it yeah. wasn't considering the technology they had. Like it was pretty believable. Yeah, no, yeah. I would absolutely like their use of like green and blue screen for. Especially for being 78. Like, it felt fine. Like, yeah. of course, we were like, this is this fake. Is you, like, dear Lois, you wouldn't be, you're not, you're not flying, so you wouldn't be parallel. You would be perpendicular to him. <laughs> yeah. You, gravity affects you. And we were like, oh, they're clearly lying on a table or podium or something yeah. right now to fly. They, Which, but still, is even fine. that was like, it like, whatever. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> they did a pretty decent job with like fans and things to make it seem Yeah, convincing. it was cute. So, um, the worst part was him running by the train for me. That was real bad. Worst effect other than the credit sequences were like him running by the train. It was also teenage him and he was wearing a backpack at the time. It said Smallville High. Smallville High. It had been stenciled on the back, which tells you what kind of a cool kid he was. I am the coolest kid. (laughs) He was Um, not the coolest kid. See, here's the deal though. That version of high school Clark is someone that I would like definitely have a crush on because he was weird yeah but really nice yeah and dark hair and I was like True. yes um we can talk a little bit about Smallville sure go ahead because I, I did not watch Smallville. so once upon a time I watched three seasons of Smallville back in high school because I had a crush on a guy who loved Superman <laughs> and I needed more things to talk about Obviously, that's what you do in high school. It really started when I had, I was out with the flu for like two days straight. And so I camped out in my living room, not in the hide bed And I had, I asked my dad to like rent a whole first season of Smallville. Yeah. So, um, and it was, the first season is very like monster of the week kind of oh, thing. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's super like, oh, like look, a new villain. Things. Ooh, a new villain. Yeah. Ooh, a new villain. Sometimes kryptonite's around. Yeah. Um. We've got to talk about kryptonite in a minute, too. So we can move into that. The oh God, So kryptonite has always been, like, the most eye-rolling thing for me ever. And, like, I have never seen it, like, consistent ever. And, and that it continuity editor. That she, continuity editor is fired. Oh. That was her last movie. She's gone. Actually, we have no idea. I... So, <laughs> so Smallville. So, Sm- so Smallville, I, again, I watched the first three seasons because once Lana was, like, doing it with Lex and she disappeared, I was like, I'm out. I cannot even fathom. Like, it had gotten, by season three, it was so ridiculous yeah. that I can't imagine what they did for the next however many seasons it was I feel on. I like there were at least six seasons. There but was I could a be lot wrong. of seasons. It was on for a while, that show. Um, But one really, my so my favorite thing... What I really appreciate about it now, mm-hmm. watching, like, different versions of Superman is that whenever I'm like, oh, I really wish I had more backstory for him as a kid, I, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, there was this whole TV show that I think really spelled it out in really cute, really creative ways. Yeah. Where, like, for one, so, of course, this meteor crashed in Smallville once upon a time, and so, like, it was something that all of the 
I don't know, natives, residents. The locals. <laughs> the locals. <laughs> they all knew about it. It was a huge historical event for the town. Yeah, absolutely. And so some people had, like, me- like memorabilia of, like, the stones and stuff that happened in the meteor crash. And so one cute thing they did was Lana Lang wore, like, a little bit of, like, a kryptonite stone inside of, like, a necklace. Like a little mm-hmm. glass necklace that she wore. So whenever Clark was around her, he'd like literally get weak in the knees and like get clumsy and like trip over things or like drop stuff or like couldn't really That's like really speak cute sometimes, which was super cute in so many ways. Because of yeah. course, like she had she the big had no crush idea. on yeah. him in high or he had a big crush on her in high school. And he was like trying to not be super powerful but at the same time he didn't understand like why he couldn't like function around her and it was a really cute way (laughs) where like this guy could actually be suave like he probably could yeah had he not you know spent the first three years of his life in a space basket (laughs) and been raised on a farm he might have been able to talk to someone (laughs) yeah but they did really cute stuff like that and they had a couple other friends that were really into journalism. And so he was helping them like solve like the weird, crazy monster of the week stuff that was going on. Mm -hmm. So they showed a lot of like how he got into journalism because his friends were into it and he was helping solve mysteries and running around with his pals. Um, So it actually made a lot more sense as to like how he became a journalist because you got to see all of these other interactions so as awful as it was as a show, it was really actually great. I think it for was like, great material yeah. for like, oh, this is the backstory you never get in any other movie about yeah. like, what is Superman like as a kid when he can't <laughs> control his powers, when he's yeah. like Elsa and like, he's like, what was Jesus like? Yes, <laughs> between yeah, I want to know. Like, please tell me what Jesus was like at seven <laughs> When he's like, when everyone else is throwing a tantrum, is he like, oh, mother, I'm, well, I'm going to turn the other cheek for you. <laughs> Allow me to turn the other cheek for my spanking. Like, <laughs> like there British, were some weird like British kind of Jesus. religious overtones, too. Like, we'd mentioned the, like, Super Moses. Moses thing. And <laughs> Super Moses. <laughs> Super Moses. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was some of that. <clears throat> so, that's, aside from, like, Smallville being an eye-rolling <laughs> Like thing to like suffer, yeah, yeah, to suffer through. I I mean, if it had been on like CBS, at least it could have had a shot. (laughs) If they had done it now, it would be a Netflix original series. Yeah, and And it'd be like Arrow or something, and be great. Yeah, it'd be fine. Um, But it did provide me a little all the stuff that I was like, I don't get it. I don't care. (laughs) Like, how on earth did we get here? I'm like, oh, so his. So in my brain, his jump from, like, homeschooling in the Fortress of Solitude <laughs> to, like, a journalism major. Actually made sense, Like, a yeah. 30-year-old journalist. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, because I, I saw yeah. it happen for a yeah. couple of years of his life. Um, also, Lex Luthor was kind of sexy in that show a little bit. I remember that being a thing. He's kind of, okay, he got a little... I forget who played him, but I remember it being, like, a thing. There was something going on with his sexiness. I don't know. I was kind of... <laughs> say that I'm into bad guys <laughs> but if they're like rich and stuff maybe okay no. <laughs> maybe I don't there's some there's something there like the beast <laughs> like he's he's got money in a library maybe I'll fall in love with that guy <laughs> I mean why do all so many bad guys have cool libraries that's weird 
because they're supposed to also be smart. Smart and bad. But, like, for all of their book learning, they're real bad people. <laughs> True. So that's why Clark's a nice guy. He yeah. was homeschooled. This is an a pro-homeschooling movie. <laughs> well, but, like, not for your... Like, he went to public school all through high school, and, like, it wasn't until, like, he was 18 Earth years, as his dad made it a point to say. Because it's an arbitrary number on Krypton, and... <laughs> Why did he... It doesn't matter. Uh. Okay, so speaking of Krypton, <laughs> yes. I do not understand how this works. Because okay. they were literally on the planet Krypton. Right, which is, which is made out of... Theoretically made of Kryptonite. But... But they're not all like wobbly, bumbling, idiot slug people. <laughs> Why didn't it affect any of them when they were living on the planet, What? but you go to another planet and get and like suddenly, a softball-sized piece and it like nearly kills him? I, I don't understand. Dear listeners, please explain this to us in 140 characters or less on Twitter. (laughs) Yes, I want to get a lot of replies about this. Because it makes no sense. If that one boy in high school that I had a crush on, you know who you are, is watching. (laughs) Listening. Listen. Oh, I hope. Please don't be watching me. (laughs) That'd be so creepy. Maybe he'll send you an index card invite like Clark did. Want to have, like, meet me later tonight, a friend. Creepy, creepy. A friend? Jim, <laughs> stupid. Um, but yeah. yeah, we want to hear all about your Christian Please theories. explain that to us. I we don't get it. I'm sure it's been explained to me once, and I I'm sure don't. there's, like, an entire Wikipedia article that's 700 words that explains in detail. I don't have time for that. Send me your, your thesis statement. <laughs> I don't want all your backup points. I just want... I don't understand. So you had context for Superman because of Smallville. Smallville. Um, I don't know. Like, I have told you before we were watching it that, like, I just have, like, a... Somehow I've picked it up in culture about, like, who Superman is. Mm-hmm. Like, somehow, like, I already knew that, like, his dad's name was Jor-El and lived on Krypton and he got sent here in a something fancy and it landed on Earth. A basket. And was adopted by the Kents in the middle of nowhere and was raised there and then became a reporter. I don't know how I knew all of that. Mm-hmm. I did know all of that. You also, like, there's kind of this cultural, like, pickup that, like, Superman is, like, a super nice guy and always changes costumes in phone booths and that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but, so they kind of played on all of that stuff in the movie. Yeah. So all the things that were, like, kind of in the comic books, there were references to a tiny bit. The cat's being weird now. <laughs> like, um, the, like, it's a bird, it's a plane. Like, there were people kind of looking up in the air and pointing at him, even though they didn't actually say those lines. Nope. Um, at one point, he goes to change into his costume, and he looks at a phone booth, <laughs> and it's one of those, like, late 70s, early 80s, like, just the top of the phone the booth on a pole. The half phone booth, and is like, no. Nope. And he's like, he looks at it, and he's like, no. And so he goes into a revolving door, and just spins really fast, and then comes out, and people are like, dude, that was awesome. And he's like, I have to go, sorry. Mm-hmm. But... So they kind of played on that, too. We did decide that he changes clothes like a sim. Yeah! At one point, he's literally falling from a built... Like, he jumps... He doesn't jump. He just kind of dives out of a window. Yes. And then just spins around and is in his cape and boots when he gets to the ground. We're like, what? But what is this? But he also, like, wears his his outfit under his clothing. 
So I don't understand what happens yeah. to his other clothes when he spins into Superman mode. I have, I don't like his, like, white at the office who wants information on Superman. I have tons of questions. I have so many questions so many about questions. it. I don't have that many questions. Why can't he see through lead? What does that have to do with anything? What does lead have to do with it? Like, what's lead got to do? Got to do with it? Nice. <laughs> So, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we mentioned? Oh, um, there was waving down at Lois. Oh, God, that, that was, was like my favorite, favorite moment of the entire movie. He's, so he's after like, they fly around. They do their little magic carpet ride around in <laughs> the like, sky. And, like, he sets Lois down. He's like, well, I guess I'll see you around. And he, like, flies he like, up a little bit. He's up several feet in the air. And he just, like, he uses one hand and looks down and goes, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded exactly it like, like that. Kind bye. of adorable, but also oh, so man. annoying. He had the weirdest, like, sarcastic quips throughout this whole thing, too. Oh, my goodness. He would just show goodness. up places and, like, like, snark about things and then take people to the police. It was so much. Oh, my gosh. I, so, yeah, I don't know where he learned to be that snarky, but he did. Is a bird showing off when he flies? Is a, <laughs> is a bird show off when it flies? I can't find... Oh, God. There's, like, a, there was a review that I found um, that was super poetic, and I was very concerned for the writer. Like, oh, oh, are you going to be okay? Um... Uh, I don't know, majestic, moral, stunningly powerful. I don't know. This person was really, really feeling it when they wrote that review. I don't know. I don't know. But I do have, uh, there's, so I don't have a great review because there's people who, like, love it. Somebody wrote a review that starts, Dear Readers. Oh. That's a Um, nice uh, oh, this oh this this looks promising. <laughs> this is called <clears throat> my childhood hero. A disappointment. <laughs> what happened here? I definitely recall liking this movie a lot when I was little, but I'm starting to think that the only reason was because Superman was in it. I can't believe how disappointing it was watching it again. Nostalgia definitely wasn't kicking in here aside from chris reeve who was perfectly cast as superman at least still not a fan of his bumbling geeky cowardless clark okay (laughs) okay what did this because yeah he was a great guy superman that's for sure he was super someone you wanted to be around he just made puns at you all the time What did this movie have to offer? If you look, if you took out all the scenes of Reeve flying around saving people and edited them together, you'd have a better movie than this. I mean, you have that scene that qualifies as the cheesiest movie scene of all time, Lois and her, can you read my mind? It is the cheesiest, one of the cheesiest. Um, thinger is what they say. An actress that totally doesn't fit the mold for Lois, the longest 45 minute startup in any movie known to man. it was 45 minutes Ah! long. So long. Um, oh, he said He said that teenage Clark looked like a darn 
puppet racing the train. And some ridiculous notion that Superman can turn back time and somehow when turning back time after the events that took place without actually doing anything except stand there. Not to mention that Gene Hackman as Lex is, well, pretty dull and seems to have a little too much knowledge about kryptonite. Yes, that's what I said. You did say that. Like, how does this guy know anything about this other planet? You're not a genius. He has, like, a book about, (gasps) like, meteors and he's like, I've got it. I understand. And seems to have something. Okay, so he knows too much about Superman. How does he know this exactly? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, if only for Chris Reeve, this is excellent Superman. I still give the movie six out of ten. I pretty I agree with that review. I think that's pretty good. I, I mean, don't, I, don't know, I feel like as a child, if you had watched this, you'd be like, "This man, this is awesome. this is so like, fun. This guy's flying." Like, he's saving people, he's racing trains, like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then watching it later and being like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, but no. (laughs) But no, there was... I would definitely watch it again. Yeah. If it was one of those, like, if you were, had the TV on on a Saturday and it was, like, playing on TBS, like, I'd totally watch it. Yeah, I would put it, I wouldn't, like, turn it off. Yeah. I might not, like, pick it, but I might be like, yeah, that's a good, like, background thing to have on. So of all the Supermans, who's your favorite Superman? I don't know. We were looking up who has played all the Superman. So we had Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. Then... Um, Forgettable man. There was Henry Cavill is one of the most recent ones. There was someone else that I read his name to, and I forget who I said that was. Isn't Henry... Is it Cavill? Cavill? I don't know. Henry Cavill. <laughs> He's not Christian Grey, right? Correct. He okay. is not. He think I think he was cast and then dropped and then was and then Christian Gay oh, man. Christian Gray was recast by like a guy from Suits or whatever. Yeah, so by like Jamie Dor- Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan is yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. Who I believe John Oliver described him as a baggie full of iceberg lettuce. Oh. Or like as charming as oh. a baggie filled with iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Interesting. So Brandon Routh played Superman in Superman Returns 2006 edition, which that one also had Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor, and I would totally get behind that. Kevin casting. Spacey doing anything. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like oh, sure, man. we're good with that. I got it. Why did we watch that one? This this one has way better people. James Marsden is in it. What? Parker Posey is in it. Wait, what does James Marsden do? He's the newspaper editor. Oh my god. Cal Penn is in it? What? Why didn't we watch this version? What's wrong with us? Well, we tried <sighs> to go for the original. So there's well, this well, that See what one, that got us? I know. A lot of like non-consensual Shh. kissing of Oh yeah, we got to talk about that. I don't think so, we have enough time. While you're looking up all those facts. Brandon Ralph we have, how is Joey Fatone showing up in the search? Oh, what? <laughs> no, why? I do not know why. I don't want to know why. Um, yeah, then it's we gonna have be my Henry Cavill is the one in him versus Ben Affleck Batman, which just yeah. looked cool. That's the one that had Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. See, I never saw that movie. I didn't either. However. I was excited about Jesse Eisenberg being Lex Luthor simply because I get excited about Jesse Eisenberg. But, oh no, the kid with the camera in this movie looked like Jesse Eisenberg. That's who I was trying to pin him to the entire time. That and there's the other... He also looked an awful lot like a kid with a camera who's in 13 Reasons Why. And I was like, I think they... 
I think that they modeled uh, the 13 Reasons Why character after the kid from Superman because they look a lot alike. Who played the TV version? There was a TV version of Superman in the 90s with Dean Cain as Superman. (laughs) I remember this being on TV. Oh, Superman. Look at him. Look at that cheese face. (laughs) Oh, he's so cute. Who played him in Smallville? It was like Tom. It was Tom something. He wore like wool sweaters in public and he had the broadest shoulders next to the rock. (laughs) Tom Welling. Tom Welling. One thing about all the Supermans, they do have very like square jaw faces. Yes. They're like the... Well, they fight for truth, justice, and the American way. They do. That's what, That was a direct quote. I said it way sexier than he did. You did. <laughs> I'm a sexier <laughs> Superman, I think, than Superman. Oh, and then there's the other Superman we haven't talked about yet. Oh, my favorite Superman. <laughs> so the best, for me, for me, the best Superman was played by... Guess. Channing Tatum. <laughs> oh, wait, don't guess. I'm going to just tell you. Channing Tatum As played Lego, Lego Superman. Superman, which is great. He has like a house party and doesn't invite Batman. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he like goes on TV and is super charming little Lego man. Lego and his, Channing. And his like sidekick that's played by, um, oh, what's the, he's the mm. Green Lantern character in Lego, Batman. Oh, yep, sure. The guy who's in 21, 22 Jump Street with him. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, Jonah Hill. Yes. Jonah Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like buddies in that movie, too. Which is super great. I love it. So, how many Channing Tatums are you going to give this movie? Well, he... (laughs) Out of ten. (laughs) Out of ten. Seven. Seven? I have no idea. I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to agree with that reviewer. This movie does... Lay the groundwork for Channing Tatum Superman. Yeah. So we have without, to give it something. Now, Christopher Reeve, we wouldn't have Channing Tatum. <laughs> I can't even, I can't say it. They can't, yeah. I'm going to give it a six. Yeah. Like you said, like, it's not something that I'm, like, actively going to go out and I'm watch. not going to buy it on Blu-ray. We'll say that. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Can you imagine those effects on Blu-ray? Ah. But it's, like, it's got its cuteness and it's got its fun and it's super campy and... It, like, it did exactly what it needed to do at the yeah. time in history that it needed to do it. Yeah. It was fun. That's what it did. Yeah, so it was fun. It was fun. Because of that, we have all of the other yeah. superhero movies. Yes. Thank you, Superman, for letting us watch Marvel movies, also, which are better than DC movies. <laughs> I was going to say, and not thank you for fighting Batman in that one movie. So. Ugh, it's fine. Thank you. I couldn't. I didn't even watch it. Didn't even watch it. I got no words for that nonsense. I don't have time <laughs> for people who are supposed to be fighting good, fighting each other over like petty nonsense. <laughs> I don't have time for that. No, I just don't. <laughs> like, especially when I'm like, yo, there's a monster behind you that's named Doomsday or whatever. Like, you know. have things to do. With and then with great whatever responsibility comes great responsibility. Just it's just resp- that's it's irresponsible. Well, that's why Marvel's better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the whole, I would agree with you. I'm more of a Marvel fan. Speaking of Marvel, yeah. In two weeks, we get to watch Guardians of the Galaxy Yay! Volume Two. <laughs> what? Super Very excited. excited. 
Um, and uh, next week we have a comic expert on the pod. Yeah, Luke, our second guest. Yay. Luke will be joining us um, to uh, talk about uh, the most boring movie <laughs> I have ever. You, nope. You were not a fan. I hated it so much, and you will get to listen to an hour of me uh, moaning and not. <laughs> I'm in, just going to release that instead of the podcast. Yes, not in <laughs> a sexy way. Katie rolling her eyes just me going, audibly. <laughs> and we'll just do a super cut of me like, oh. <laughs> so just imagine that happening for a two hour and 15 minute movie. Oh my God. It was so long. When I was, I was. Those noises were just me trying to stay awake. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. It was pretty miserable. Um, so we're gonna watch. So we're gonna do that next yeah. week. It's gonna be It'll great. It'll be really interesting to hear that nonsense. The most interesting stuff that we talked about had nothing to do with the movie. Well, as always, and it had everything to do with the book. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's what's coming up. Uh. That's what you can expect for a little bit of our marathon May <laughs> series. <laughs> Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Viewing Party Pod. Mm-hmm. You can also email us uh, an explanation of what <laughs> on <laughs> what on earth Kryptonite is, <laughs> or on Krypton. That's fine too. Or just like email something about Krypton because I don't have time to go do that research myself. Um, you can email us at viewingpartypod at gmail Yes. We should probably check that and see if anybody emailed us. Yeah. You can also just check out our website and all that info is there for you, which is... Yeah. You'll get to see the show notes and yeah. have references to all the stuff we talked about. Yeah. That's viewingprettypod.com. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else? Do we have anything? Anything else? Cats? Do you have anything to add? Bane's asleep. Um, Kalula wandered away after some meowing. <laughs> I feel like this wrap. Yeah. Thank you again to the Columbus Podcast Festival. Yeah. For being awesome. Yeah. And um uh this discussion is terminated. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something completely different. Yes. Yay. Bye. See you guys later. <laughs>